listeners, welcome to Friend of the Podcast, episode number 24. I'm titling this one, The Nightmare After Halloween. Um, Just in time to be super late for our Halloween festivities, I am dropping this episode about spooky podcasts. I recorded it, Welcome Back by Popular Demand, my friends Adam and Chris, and we reviewed some uh, eerie podcast things uh, that we'll, it was around Halloween when we actually recorded it. I'm a little late to getting it edited and posted, uh, my bad. So anyway, I hope you really enjoy this spooky themed episode. Oh, also we do what I've decided to brand talk up video where we're talking over Halloween themed music videos. Um, that was a lot of fun to do. I hope it's a lot of fun to listen to. So um, if you have any questions or comments, you can always follow us at Friend of the Podcast on Twitter, Facebook. Give us email at friendofthepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Bye. Okay, where'd I put my notes in my notebook? Boom, boom, boom. Back. Boom. Back by popular demand. Popular demand. I want everyone to welcome him. Oh, wrong one. Welcome to the There you go. Oh, yeah. It's Adam and Cardi B. Christopher. <laughs> That's my favorite drop. What one? Can you do it again? Are you ready? <laughs> Yours is so fast, it's like it's easy to miss. Well, the ladies say too, that is. Yes. And I've got to warn you guys because today's podcast is haunted. Mm. Here's spooky music. Can you hear my spooky music? Do 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 do. I hear it kind of. It starts off soft, just yeah. like hauntings do. Yeah. You just think like it's that. soft, and then you realize that the spookiest song that you own is from the Labyrinth soundtrack. Ooh, that was pretty scary. It's pretty scary, you guys. Those puppets, some of them were menacing. So, how are the two of you doing, even though you're on a haunted podcast? Uh, better since we got on the podcast, but mm-hmm. uh, pretty good, I guess, before that. Yeah, exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. Fantastico. So, as, as I said, muy bien. <laughs> as I said, muy bien. I was like, you didn't say muy bien. <laughs> you just said it for the first time right then. Like, like I was saying, life is like a box of chocolates. I just want to pretend like we were having a deep discussion beforehand. Yeah. So, it's a haunted podcast. So the theme is we reviewed a scary podcast. Mine was scary. All right, I'm going to turn off the Labyrinth soundtrack because I find it distracting. Sorry. I'll send you the file, though, if you want to listen to more Labyrinth music. It also has Dance Magic Dance, which I think is everyone's favorite song. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do with the rest of our night. Yes. (laughs) Play the rest of the night for us. Yep. A lot of magic dancing. We're going to be so scared. (laughs) Oh my goodness. 
So um, I asked you guys to listen to podcasts um, of a spooky nature because as we record and live in the world right now, it's October, which is the time of scary things. It's the scariest month of the year. It is. It's a yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So did you... <laughs> It's so distracting to see your face, and I don't know why. For the listeners, we actually turned on the video component of Zoom meeting, and now we're looking at each other, which is something that I never do. Definitely taking our quality down. It's definitely going to be super we're distracting. We didn't even look at each other in high school. Right? I know. We just sat back to back and then had discussions. Yeah. Like, who's that girl from a distance? Oh, yeah. I hear her talk. Yeah, you, you didn't know me until you heard my voice. Plus, we all wore the same clothes in high school, so it was, like, more yeah. uniform. Um, I guess, who wants to report first on their, their scary podcast? Oh, scary. 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 I'll, I'll go. I will go. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I don't think my review is going to be scary, but... The, the podcast is a little creepy. I might need oh. you to put a flashlight under your chin. Uh, <laughs> can you submit for the Midnight Society? Yes, submit for the approval of the Midnight Society. Well, I do have a bonfire in the background we can put out <laughs> and throw some powder out. What was that powder? That oh, yeah, I don't know. I think it was just flour or something. I think it was coke. It was definitely. Oh, coke. I hope it was cocaine. Yeah, yeah. That's how they got such weird stories. <laughs> that starred Wilfred L. from Boy Meets World. Huh. Okay, so <clears throat> the one that I reviewed is called the No Sleep Podcast. Ooh. The No Sleep Podcast, from what I understand, from my very brief research, meaning when I searched for it and I, and I gave a description of it. Cool, um, yeah. That, that level of research led me to believe that it is from... Um, it's sourced from a subreddit called No Sleep. Oh. So it's subreddit, subreddit is called No Sleep. And I have come across this subreddit quite a few times hmm. and started to read some of the stories. But for some reason, like, I feel like most people, I skim through Reddit when I'm in bed, like, ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I flip through and I see, like, a, a story from the No Sleep subreddit. And it starts to creep me out a little bit, and I just value my sleep, so I, I don't. Because the idea is that you won't sleep. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Now, I was under the impression from my previous just skimming that that pot, or that uh, that subreddit that these were all true stories. Um, I oh. don't know if these are true or not. You can't uh, trust anyone on the internet. That's true. That's true. Actually, I can guarantee you that the, the podcast that I listened to, that story is absolutely not true. But it was still very well written. Um, <clears throat> so, but so I had I had avoided the no sleep subreddit for quite a bit of time. So I figured it's it's best for me to address my fears or whatever it was. I don't know. Sure. And, and am I the only one who sort of thinks of Reddit as like it's like dark web adjacent to me for some reason? Like I feel like if you didn't want to get on dark web, but you still wanted to hire someone to murder your boss, you would just go to Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, is that and maybe it's just in my mind. 
I think if there was a platform that fit that niche, Reddit would probably fill the void. It's Reddit or 4chan. I don't know. Yeah, yeah 4chan might be it. Yeah, yeah probably 4chan. I think, I think, and I, I don't want to speak on behalf of, of Reddit, Redditors, which is what they call themselves. Oh. Um, but I, I feel like it used to be a little bit more of that. Now it's become a little more mainstream. Okay. Um, it used to be that everything that I saw on Reddit would. I hate using this term, hit the internet oh. um, two weeks later. So it would be like people would share stuff that's really funny or whatever, and then it would be like two weeks later you'd see something like on Facebook, and then it'd show up on the Today Morning Show or something. something sure. Like but um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I've, I've not used the dark web um, <clears throat> equivalency there. Yeah, me Reddit. either. I won't even go on Reddit. Yeah. Well, I just look at cat videos and stuff. So. There are cat videos? There's a shit ton. Maybe. There are whole subsections of the site devoted. There's one that's it's A-W-W. Aww. All cute <laughs> shit. Really? Um, the other one is that I like, similar to that, is called Eye Bleach. Like your eye bleach. Which sounds bad, but it does. Your eyes after having seen weird shit on the internet, so you go to eye bleach. Oh, to cleanse. Cleanses them. Yeah. Ah. So it's just like it's like animals like hugging other animals and interspecies things. friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one I watched today was a group of six very plump. Um, um, raccoons who every night go into a dumpster and at a school and every morning the school attendant puts in a plank inside that dumpster so they can climb out and go back home to go oh, sleep. Oh, that's how they get so fat. It is. And they are plump, plump <laughs> trash pandas. I'll send you I'll send you uh, the video. Today. Please, yeah. Send me links to the all. I will read that subreddit. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, so yes. yeah, there's a subreddit, a subsection of Reddit called No Sleep, um, and it's where people share creepy stories. <laughs> and so somebody took it upon themselves to take some of those creepy stories and put them into a podcast, actually voice them over instead of just typing them out. And that was the source of, of this particular podcast. <laughs> um, so it's it's neat because it is... I think there's a little bit of like a community involvement. Like there might be like somebody will post the story and somebody will post an improvement. Like they edit the stories a little. Yeah. Yeah. So this one in particular that I listened to is one of the more popular ones. It's a very, it was very well written. So it made me think that like people, somebody has spent a crowdsource. Yeah. 20 months. Exactly. And that's why I need to look into it more because, because of that. It was either somebody is brilliant or a group of collective people are brilliant together. I mean, it's it was exceptionally well written, and and this is coming from someone who doesn't read a book because they had to read way too many fucking books all through high school and yeah, and grad school. So you didn't read any of those books? No. Like, oh, I you didn't read those books? books. No, yeah, of course not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no one read it. And it could be that this like this language that was in this in this uh, podcast. Um, it was just very colorful, mm-hmm. and it made 
that's just how books are, and I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> books books do use a lot of different words. I don't know. They do. They do. Um, anyway. So the episode that I listened to, so it separated into different episodes. Um, the episode I listened to was um, one of their most popular ones, so popular that they are developing a sequel to this particular story. So oh. actively developing, like I think maybe they're working on it on the subreddit. I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works. Um, but the one that I listened to, it was called a Seaside British Pub. Mm. Uh, and so it basically it's it's a story that is hang on, that's Jesus Christ, Adam. Sorry. Oh sorry, everyone, Adam had to make ice real fast. <laughs> sorry. So this this story is told um, from the perspective of a bartender in a seaside British pub. Um, And I think she's Irish, um, but she works at this pub. And it just talks about her and her and the goings on of the patrons that come to this pub. So it's a kind of a hole in the wall kind of place. Mm -hmm. But each person that comes there that's a regular has a story. So she goes through each of their stories. Um, it was, I won't say that the, the podcast itself spooked me, the stories were a little outlandish to where, like, well, there's no way that's not ever going to actually happen. Sure, sure, sure. Um, But it was really entertaining. So it was, it was, I actually was listening to this, um, and this gets to my first point about this. Um, I was listening to this while I was walking around a park with headphones on oh it was it had just turned night nighttime so it just had gotten dark and um the so my first point about this one of the things that i really liked about it is it had really good immersive sound okay sure into it better than the labyrinth soundtrack um similar okay so yeah um so, I mean, yeah, there's music, yeah, there, but there's also, you know, there are sound effects and that kind of thing, but this one, they paid special attention to it, and if you listen to it with headphones on, the, I don't know nothing about audio, but just the left channel versus the right channel kind of Oh, thing. sure, they can make it sound like someone's going around you. Yeah, yeah. So people, you know, in the story, she's talking about something that's happening to the left, or something that's happening in a corner of a room or whatever, and you're like, oh shit, I hear it in that corner of the room, just with shitty headphones on because it's mm-hmm. well done in that sense. So I like that um, <clears throat> so much to the point where she was she each one of these characters that she follows um, or that she tells the story of she actually attempts to follow them outside of the bar to find out what their story is. Um, and so as she Sounds like on, she's the creepy one. She might be. She might be. <laughs> um, and maybe that's the sequel. I don't know. Um but she's following them, and um, you can hear her steps, and you hear the steps of someone else. They're very distinct sounds, and you get to hear like the distance almost that you have it. So, so <clears throat> I'm walking around this this park, and I a, a few times turned around because I heard steps. And I really did. I wasn't freaked out, but I was like, "Is somebody right behind?" Me? Seriously, I, yeah. So that was cool. Um, I really like that. The actors that they get to to read these or to narrate these these stories 
are exceptional. Like the girl who who is the narrator, who is the bartender, her, I don't know, I mean, I, I, I assume she's Irish by descent because her Irish accent was so good. Like it was, yeah. she was really good and like, and just acted out really well. And it seemed like just the, and then the other characters and that kind of stuff too, it just sound, sounded very high budget. Sure. It was surprising to me from something. She's definitely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else did I have about it? Um, so it, it was another thing that, that I was thinking about. How would you listen to this on a normal basis? I mean, it's, it's good to listen to up, come, upcoming, when, when Halloween is, is, is close. Yeah, right? yeah. Would you want to listen to this kind of thing throughout the year? And they, re, they do release stories throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, Some people do like watch scary movies all you know it's not just a halloween time there are people yeah. for which halloween is always that's true this i mean this does get you in the spirit though so it was good um the other use case that i thought was interesting for this is i am never you know you get around a bonfire and it comes around this time and people are talking about let's share a scary story i don't have scary stories i don't know what no. to do I almost would, it would be, I would be like, you want that to happen now? Well, I, I, I just feel like I could put a speaker out for you and just play this shit. And, uh, and it would be oh, sure. way more immersive, way more interesting than anything I could come up with. So it's like the next bonfire that I have with scary stories, I'm just going to play this. I don't think that I will come up with my own. I think instead of that, memorize all the parts. <gasps> yes. One show and do all the voices and yeah. the Irish girl accent. My yes. Irish accent sucks. I always turns oh, Jamaican. Yeah. It's going to take practice, but I think that you can do it. Yeah, maybe. I agree. Maybe. Maybe that's my plan. Um, so this one, like most others, um, I will say <laughs> it's um, – so I don't think you're going to let your kids listen to a, oh. a story podcast. No. But, I mean, this was – I mean, this was definitely R-rated. Um, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote a quote that this girl says. I was I was walking and, and trying to type this quote at the same time, and I will not be able to do this in an Irish. Can you do an you Irish accent? accent? No. Can, you can anyone do an Irish accent? All right. So this is the quote. If you want to read, <laughs> let me. All right. So let me preface this. So that she's telling the story of a one of the bar patrons, who <clears throat> is an older woman. She describes her so much that you can see her. Like, you're just right. listening to it, the way she describes it. You can see this woman. Um, very old, very haggard, um, quite the smoker, um, that kind of thing, right? So yeah. she, the real quick story about her is <clears throat> this pub that they were working at is, it's all locals, but they do have a university that's close by, and they have some university students that sometimes will stop in um, shit face drunk or get shit face drunk while they're there this woman will find one of those students and coerce him into letting her give him a blowjob okay what i like that she has to coerce him well yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. she's not oh okay uh, she's a very old lady but she always finds the she says she, she always finds the um the guy that's kind of lagging behind the group, the guy who looks like he's yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, it's the well, because a good predator knows its prey. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the, she said, you know, she always finds the the one who it looks like this might be the only blowjob he's ever had. 
Basically. Oh, that's so Turns sad. Out, also, the only blowjob he will have. Oh, uh, no. When she gives him the blowjob, she actually turns herself into, somehow she sucks the life out of this, this guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very young and attractive, and they don't see her at the bar for another, like, two or three months. And she goes off and finds mm. an old rich guy, marries him, steals all of his money, and then her beauty fades again, and then she has to come back to the bar and do it all again. And you say this is a true story. How could one do this? No, 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 no. No, no. Oh, fine. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, this is absolutely true. I think that's a, a, a physically possible succubus thing. Succubus or something? Is there a name for I, that? Uh, yeah, there's succubus and incubus. One is like the male and one's the female, and I don't know which one's which. Know. But he ends up dying because she steals the life from him through the blowjob. And that's not all of them are, are dirty in that <laughs> sense, but that's the quote that was most memorable to, memorable to me that I will have Adam read in an Irish accent. Oh, okay. This is the, bar, the, the bartender woman, girl, man, bartender woman talking about the patron. She'll suck your cook and drink the seed of young men until she's gorgeous enough to attach herself to some wealthy old arse, arsehole. <laughs> for her myth habit. <laughs> Which is exactly how it sounded. I, I, I kind of question now. I'm actually made This is the moment that Adam quits his job for acting. Yeah, I've been waiting for this opportunity. <laughs> so, that was, um, that's how I will end my review. Um, <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's a little button. But it was it was really interesting. It was exceptionally well done. Um, very colorful descriptions, and I would probably listen again. Okay, oh, sounds the, good. Storytelling aspect of that, especially if it's a short story. Like yeah. How, how long was it? Um, so I think this one, most of them are 20, 30 minutes, something like that. Oh, this yeah. one was fifty, but it cared. It, it covered um, five or six of the patrons. So it was like they were. It was a short story about each one of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Too throughout throughout the interweave a bit yeah a little bit and at the end it was it kind of all came together so it was good it was it was exceptionally well done I was I was impressed by it yay sounds fun oh I I can't like I do that thing especially with scary stuff was it we just finished Netflix's um, haunting of Hill House. Ooh, I finished that two days ago. Yeah, which and it was so good, but it was definitely one of those ones where if we watched it too close to bedtime, it was like, well, we need to watch The Simpsons or something to like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Jessica would always put on Bob Burgers. I just got it. I got oh yes, Bob's Burgers is perfect for that. Perfect. Mine's, mine's Thirty Rock or MSNBC. A Thirty Rock used to be my get out of like a depression. <laughs> Yeah, I just, actually, yeah, I, I turn it on the Rachel Maddow show and I pause it and stare at her face. Friend of the podcast. Well, I'll go ahead and go. Um, this is my podcast I actually listened to, suggested by Chris, um, which is, I think, like, not a spinoff, but, like, a sister podcast to one that you listen to called Snap Judgment which is brought to you by WNYC. Um, and it's Snap Judgment Presents Spooked. And it's kind of just, and I assume Snap Judgment is the same thing where it's like a general storytelling, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like storytelling to music. But it's on NPR. Like you can hear it on NPR, Snap Judgment at least. Oh, okay. Regular Snap Judgment. So probably Spooked is just, although I think you could play Spooked on NPR just because it's not like R-rated or anything. It's just a little creepy. So the one I listened to was, it came out on October the 23rd. It's called Intruders. 
Um, I guess the general theme was about like being on other people's property. So it started with the narrator telling this like really quick story about uh, a nine-year-old that gets kind of stabby. I don't know. <laughs> As nine-year-olds tend to do. Yeah, well, you know yeah. when you were nine and you go through that stabby phase. Yeah, so yeah, and he also used the term colored when talking about an African-American, which I um, I haven't heard that since my grandma passed away, so that brought back memories. <laughs> Wait, was this was this the host that said that, or was this? It, he was being like a character in the story, where um, the character, and this is what got the nine year old to feeling stabby because the character is all like, "Ooh, a nice t- colored woman like you talking to the nine year old's mom," and the nine year old's like, "That like in the fifties? Yeah, it didn't really say. <laughs> it's just another thing where I was just like, "Don't mind me, colored woman. I'm just going to vote for Hillary in 2016." <laughs> Just like he's a boat captain from 2016. I was like, I don't understand what time this is supposed to take place. But it was a super quick story. Um, the nine-year-old ends up not stabbing. He just thinks about it. Whatever. <laughs> so anyway, and then it moves to another story that was like a story from New Mexico, and it was a ghost story about this old house that had been turned into a hotel that was supposedly haunted by this woman, Julia Staub, who was a uh, socialite back in her day but now haunts this place um and the most interesting part about that was that they talked to the concierge he well, he was a concierge for a period and he talked about how that she would get really mad and he would just like have talks with her to like say hey julia i know you're freaking but listen <laughs> if you just let me bring these people in to go in your room then it'll be fine we'll bring you roses because she loved roses or whatever that sounds just like a social which is totally true and that's one of those things that like when i lived with a ghost like i don't think you guys ever went to my first apartment when i lived in the highlands the rent one or whatever I rented, yeah, I rented an apartment for like four or five years, but I'm not, I don't think, it was like a really small, like one bedroom, whatever, it wasn't like, was prom- it like off Barrett Avenue? Yeah, off Barrett, yeah. yeah. I think I was there maybe once, but okay. I don't know who I was there. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't know. That's actually what my podcast is about, it's Chris invading your home. It's a podcast I started ago. about invading Jennifer's home. Oh, man. That might be why I thought it was haunted. Now I'm like, <laughs> was I haunted or was it just Chris breaking in a lot? I don't know, man. Just giving the roses. Giving me the roses and I would have let, let it all go. <laughs> But no, that's what I would do is because sometimes the ghost would follow me and I would just turn around and be like, stop following me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was he, or she listen? She, yeah, she would listen sometimes um, if she didn't feel like it. I mean, if you gave it like more attitude, she would listen. <laughs> yeah. The more I shook my head around and did like this thing <laughs> with your finger where it's all swirly. You yeah. see this hip wiggle? Yeah. The, the more I was like an extra on Martin, <laughs> the more she would listen to me. 
But it was really funny because, like, I was living with uh, a boyfriend of mine at the time, got kicked out because his roommate didn't want to live with him anymore. So he ended up living with me. And he never believed me until one day I was, like, sound asleep. And he thought he saw me go to the bathroom. And he went and had, like, half a conversation with who he thought was me and then realized I was asleep in the bedroom. And I was like, see, I told you. There's a ghost in this heezy. And this is the only way to appease them. You have to waggle your hip. <laughs> you have to give them a lot of sass. Let me see you look like Tisha Campbell's best friend. <laughs> yes, like Pam. <laughs> Wasn't she Pam? I think that was Pam. Uh, uh, yes, Pam. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that, uh, that checks out. Yeah, oh yeah, shit, everyone knows. It wasn't Pam. I'm like, uh, why was I even concerned that you might not? I'm like, I should start, yes, whatever you said is You're correct. correct you know, what I mean? don't correct me about Martin. I'm just saying. I have very few uh, experts level things, and that's one of them. Martin's definitely one of them. Mm hmm. And then there was a third ghost story, and it was about these kids in California who would just like explore abandoned houses. Uh, and it turned out one of them was haunted. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> and they found out because it was really creepy. And then they left a knife behind. And they went back to get this pocket knife that this guy loved. And he had just let it, laid it on a table. And then it was, like, buried in the door when they got back. Oh, shit. Ooh. Oh, shit. So that was good. It was good. It was pretty, like, standard ghost type stuff. But that's about all I can handle. So it works for me. Yeah. So, all right. So, my question to you. Well, I have, I have a couple. Mm -hmm. So, these are the actual. So, these are these are true stories, right? It sounded at least the second two were actually people recounting personal experiences, and I could have probably like the New Mexico one was detailed enough that I could probably Google because this ghost is famous, and you can go and stay in her room, and she may take yeah. the covers off of you or whatnot. Um, I did not do that, but you could. So yeah, so the way I've the way I've understood this because I've, I've listened to a few of these before, and I have understood that it is a true ghost story if there is such a thing, mm -hmm. and it's told by the person that has encountered it, which I think is right. It, it's a fact that I think is you different. Listen a little bit more. Yeah, it. it's interesting. It's like I mean, I don't I don't know if I believe them or not, but at least. You're getting firsthand knowledge to what they feel like they experience. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's true or not, but they think it's right. True. Sure. But the other, so my other question is: is your thought about this? So what I'll put out there is, I feel like what makes this, which is the same as what makes the regular Snap Judgment podcast, mm -hmm. is so they put all this to music, yes. sound effects, that kind of stuff, and it's really like to me, it's interesting, like very fitting music. So it's not just somebody sitting there telling a story. Somebody sitting there telling a story to mm -hmm. well produced. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's all the NPR, everything under the NPR umbrella has cool. that. And that's really what they specialize in. Even if it's just an interview with um, Terry Gross and. Um, that's true. Uh, I'm struggling to think of anyone, but you know. It's just Terry Gross. Terry Gross, the only one that works. <laughs> Terry Gross interviewing Terry Gross, and then they'll put like nice jazz music behind it. I'd listen, yeah. For pretentious conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, like, like snap judgment, I think that's the way they advertise themselves is interesting stories put to good music. And it, it's, to me, it, for some reason, the music does a lot for me, and I was, I was a little surprised. Because, I mean, a good story is a good story, but then you put a little sure. music to it, kind of get a little bit more involved in it, I think. 
Yeah, they say that about movies, too. Like, there are people who do the editing, and they'll say, you know, you can watch a one scene in a movie that makes you really cry, but then if you see the same scene without the music and everything just taken away, it's not nearly as emotional. We've had this conversation quite a few times, just about a specific instrument, the violin, and how oh, much yeah. it has to do. Like, the violin can the violin can evoke so much emotion. Yes. Invoke, invoke so much emotion. Evoke. Oh, evoke. Is it evoke? Thanks, evoke. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I gotta look it up. Jesus, we all went to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we didn't major in anything related to the written word. No. Related to sayings and words. Sayings, words, and stringing them together. Oh man! So yeah, I would probably I might I'll probably listen to more because this one was only like half an hour, and it's another one where yeah I might just I put it on in the background while I'm cooking. Although I'm super behind on all of my podcasts, but I could still yeah. add more. If you had to rate it, Jennifer, from like a I don't know out of five stars, what would you give it? Oh wait, I thought Jennifer controls. The- oh, you do. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's not stars. It's gonna be five black kitty cats. <laughs> we can hold off one two to do our own okay all right so that was mine oh and i loved the narrator's voice i don't know if it's the same narrator for regular snap judgment as it is for spooked but his voice was super cool he starts the podcast yeah he's like a sort of i can imagine a beat poet kind of like yeah 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 yeah. no he is the same guy okay but and it, it's it's very much so. This is like what WNYC or something. Is, yeah. Is who snap judgment, which is very like he's a very New York sounding mm-hmm. guy. Not a Brooklyn coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. Poetry. Yeah, but it's like somebody like not a douche version. Yeah, of not like a jerky. I'm gonna take your lunch money kind of a way. Right, right. But it's oh. like somebody like I'd like to hang out with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Real chill. Real chill. All right, Adam. What you okay. got? All right. So the one that I did was off of, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll look towards the screen. No, I uh, like your disembodied voice coming from the side. It's spooky <laughs> for the spooky haunted episode. Right. Um, <laughs> so the one was the stuff you missed in history class. And I would assume this is not typically a spooky podcast, but during October, they do a bunch of spooky elements to stuff you may have missed. Oh, okay. So like real haunted places and whatnot. Um, it's from the same umbrella of the, um, that Chris did last time, the um, Stuff You Should Know podcast. Okay. Which is now. Um, they're about 30 minutes each. Um, the, there's two women that do it. They're named Holly and Tracy. And I, I listened to one completely all the way through one episode and about half of another one. They did a... <laughs> the video is making us go crazy. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to do this again. <laughs> eyeball about one centimeter away from the webcam. I know. I can see it. I can think I can tell you what his prescription would be. <laughs> the curvature of his eye. I was trying to give her, her some, like, bookie. Reminisce on when I used to look through her window in the Beard Avenue apartment. Yeah. It's weird because I was also on the second floor, but it, like, didn't bother you. Hell no, it didn't. I was looking for my roses. I need his roses. Yeah. So, the two people that did this, or do this, 
uh, currently are Holly and Tracy. I did not like them. Ooh. Uh-oh. Use controversial Such opinion. Controversy. Like vocabulary unnecessarily. It was like NPR like on steroids, like way too much. The one statement that I wrote down here, or one phrase, that one of the girls, really the Holly girl is the one I, I didn't like that much. She used the phrase twice, obliquely related, instead of saying like somewhat related or... Or, yeah, tangentially. Yeah, yeah, even tangentially. I would have been fine with that even, but obliquely related, I'm like, eh. Maybe Obliques I'm are just muscles. I don't know. Yeah, those are your side abs. Yeah, right. that shouldn't be used as a word. Little ones are time. Seven minute abs says that's the second half of the video. We're gonna hit your obliques now. Yeah, um, and then the muscle that it's obliquely related to. Also, the Holly woman's voice. You'll appreciate this, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. She sounds just like the nerd scientist from The Simpsons. You know, the guy that comes on like. Oh no! He's like, ha ha! This doesn't make any sense scientifically. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll say, nerdy's the one word that really comes to mind, but it's just like uppity and kind of. You, know, you wanted to bully her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanted to physically yeah. assault her. Yeah, sure. No, I get it. Yeah, the other girl. Okay, I'm cool with her, but the other girl. No, you threw obliquely related out there several times. You got, you got to be punched. Um, yeah, yeah. The actual podcast, or I listened, the one I listened all the way through uh, was about an island off the coast of Venice called Pavilia. It's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in the world. Hmm. And it has like the trifecta of hauntings. It was a battleground slash prisoner hold at one point hmm. over like, like, a, like a millennia, like all these different times. Um, it also was a place that they put people that had the bubonic plague from mainland Europe, like not just Italy, but like a bunch of places. A plague is really going to get you ghosts. Totally, like mass graves and yeah, mm-hmm. all that business. And then towards the end, um, it had a mental hospital where um, it eventually shut down because the doctor was performing unsanctioned experiments on patients. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, you know, every, every, every haunting movie is based off of... Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a holding place for travelers coming to and from Venice for like a thousand years. And uh, one kind of cool little piece of trivia is they had to stay there for 40 days. This is like the first place they really started doing quarantining at all because of the bubonic plague. And the word quarantine comes from the Italian word for 40, which is like quaranta or something. I don't know. But yeah, the net, the having that word didn't, you didn't need that word until the bubonic plague. And so oh, sure. The, place in Europe for quarantine people was this island they used the Italian word. Wait, so what is what, what is was 40? Oh, uh, you had to stay there for 40 days. Uh, uh, so, and the word 40 was like quarantine. That's cool shit. Yeah. Um, it was also kind of like even before the before and after the plague, it was like the Ellis Island of Europe. If you came anywhere from Africa or the Middle East mm-hmm. and you were going to come into Europe, you had to stay at this little island. Uh, and they would say that a lot of people die there because they actually did have some kind of disease. So, sure. again, well, dying here. Can I, can I ask you real quick? Yeah. Where was this again? It's off the coast of Venice. Venice. Is, uh, what I was told. Okay. I'm just looking on the map. So I'm and apparently, it, the Holly woman ex, uh, described it as a fat-looking exclamation mark. as like big, long strip of islands and then like a dot island. Oh, okay. Obliquely related to the main obliquely island. related to Venice. Well, because even Venice is full of waterways and practically, right. you know, okay. And part of it was man-made too. They said they created this, and she kept saying another thing. 
she kept calling this fortress this fortress that was built there there was two fortresses built one like in the I don't know, like 580 or something. But another one was built when Napoleon was there, um, and him and the, uh, fighting the English, they kept taking and retaking control of the island. And uh, at some point, Napoleon built a second fortress there. She kept referring to that one as the octagonal fortress. It's an octagon octagonal? shape. You're octagonal. Yeah. That's oh. it. Actually, that, that might have been what she was. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Was but. I was like, just, oh, do you really got to go there? I mean, I don't know. And maybe that wouldn't have bothered me if she hadn't said obliquely related. Fun. Listen, Adam hates smart women. We know it. Uh, <laughs> if we take anything from this podcast, If we learn anything about it. So, so it's interesting because I've heard ads for this podcast, not not the the, the scary Halloween version right. of it, but just the, the podcast in general. And they do, they kind of advertise it like it's a good thing that it's two women talking about history. Stereotypically, women are not supposed to be interested in history unless it's like Marilyn Monroe or something. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So all that stuff happened in the past as to why it's thought to be haunted. Um, the Italian government now is trying to give away the land. Basically, and you may have seen this over the last couple of years. Where like, come own an acre of Italian land for one dollar. Um, I remember seeing something about this on Facebook. <laughs> Full of ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, I might have heard that too. And they had there's a couple places they, they talk about this was something in the mainland, which is actually like maybe a legitimate deal. But this particular one, it's like one dollar, and you can have it in hopes that whoever owns it will one day develop it because they um, can't get anybody to go there now because everyone that knows about it thinks it's haunted. Sure. Yeah. Um. So uh, I'm surprised that doesn't make it a big touristy thing though, because people sure. go to the American South and they want to stay in these rooms that are known to be haunted. Why? That's like Savannah, Georgia's like tourism is like how there's old Southern ghosts. Yeah, when I was in Savannah, we did a ghost tour. Um, it was like a ghost pub crawl. And we ghost. Pub they got a bunch of them in New Orleans too. That's a pub crawl. It was pretty fun. Yeah. So I just looked at that island up, and I did not expect it to be spelled the way I did. So if anybody is listening, do oh, yeah. look at the way. It's how spelled. is it yes. spelled? P-O-V-E-G-L-I-A. They pronounce it Povilia. Povilia. Other languages. Oh, gross. Did I ever tell you the story about how when we were in France, um, I was there with my husband and my in-laws, and my mother-in-law kept getting pissed off that the things that they were saying didn't sound like it was written? (laughs) Like, Like we would be on the subway, and she would be like, oh, no, we missed our stop. And I said, no, we're at, you know, now, blah, blah, blah. And then she would be like, it's not written the way it sounds. Oh, like like English is? I know, right? It was one of those things. I was like, please don't just get mad at the French language. Yeah. No, that, yeah. But that was the funniest thing. It was like, she was like, it doesn't look like it sounds. There was one other one I listened to. So that was one podcast, um, and they're about 30 minutes long, so I listened to like 15 minutes of another one. This one was pretty cool. I might listen to the rest of it, um, but it was about some guy named Frank Mesmer, and he apparently um, is where the word mesmerizing comes from. He's like the, the guy who invented hypnosis, even though he didn't know that that's what he was inventing at the time. He thought there was like um, a magnetic fluid that was in everybody's body and then if it was not properly calibrated it would cause disease so he would have people drink like iron solutions and then use certain like magnetic tools to heal them medically ah um, 
he found is that people would go into like a trance-like state, and also the word trance comes from like his teachings and other stuff. Um, but it was because of the way he was asking questions and preparing them for the medical procedure. <laughs> um, yeah. It had nothing to do with his actual magnetic tools. It was just his soft voice and suggestive questions and behavior were putting him into a trance and nothing to do with his magnetism stuff. Oh, so if I drank iron now and then got around magnets, it wouldn't put me in like a dreamlike state? Only if there's a man with a soft voice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, right. Which will be Chris at the head of your bed when he sneaks into your house tonight. <laughs> tonight? That's so We're actually down the street. Uh, oh, yeah. You, you, found a, you found a condo with a background that looks just like Chris's condo. We recreated all this. <laughs> Just to throw you, but now we're giving all our secrets out. That's a large print. We yeah. put this off a of Kinko. Right sure. You hardly find walling like that in Clearwater, so I. there's a lot of work. Trying to throw you. It's working. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got into that one. There was some cool stuff that he apparently wouldn't give up that it was uh, worthy or uh, like it was worth medical treatment. And since he wouldn't do that, they. Was he a doctor? He was not. Okay, so he was just some dude. He was just some hack, yeah. Um, but, uh, so he, but he still wouldn't give up the fact that he thought it was medically um, beneficial. So they did. They put together some um, team in France that, like, during this time period, was really cool. It had like Ben Franklin, who was there trying to get the French on our side for the Revolutionary War. He just happened to be in France and got put on this committee, and a couple other people um, to find out if it was legit. And they all basically were like uniformly like, "No, this is garbage. This says." no medical benefit at all um but he persisted and then he traveled to like the uk and um the us and some other stuff trying to claim that it was medically beneficial hmm. but nobody cared about that other than how he could put people in trances and that became a thing that charles dickens and edgar Allan poe and a bunch of other like gothic writers yeah. found really cool and bram stoker's dracula went into the whole all half the characters in trances which came directly from this guy okay he, all these followers that were called mesmerists that he didn't even want because he was like, no, this is a medical thing. And they're like, no, it's not, but it's cool. It's not <laughs> we're into thing. it, but it's not medical. Yeah. You're it's not so a doctor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're not a doctor, Frankie. Um, they called him Frankie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all I'm at on that one. So overall on the podcast, I, and actually, the, this mesmerizing one was a throwback. It was like from our five-year-ago throwback. Okay. And the, the two women that were on that one were awesome. They were super cool, and they were like back and forth. But then when they cut back to the other two at the like or at the beginning before they cut out to it, okay. Like, so awful. So these aren't the original hosts of the podcast. Actually, the the mesmerizing ones were the original. Right. Okay. They left, and the Pavilion one was the oh. new host that I do not like. Oh. And would not recommend just based on their shrill voices and. Overly complex vocabulary. Yes. I hate a shrill voice in an over. Why is it only shrill if it's a woman, Adam? Yeah, that's a good point. Are there men that have shrill voices? I'm, sure I'm right. just saying maybe you're a little bit sexist. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> We think you may hate women. <laughs> Leave the history to men. <laughs> All right, you guys, it's time for the beloved segment. Talk. That's right. It's time for Talk Up Video, where we all yes. we talk yes. over videos with a theme that I that are ones obliquely related to the next. <laughs> oh, oh, is, this the like, 
Is this modern day Beavis and Butthead? Is this what this is? Yeah, it's a modern. Yeah, it's Beavis and Butthead. But you, I don't know. All right, and for the listeners, I'm gonna go ahead and put these on the Facebook and Twitter pages uh, before we release the podcast, so that you guys can watch and know what we're actually talking about. All right, so the first one, these are all, I wanted to get Halloween-themed videos that aren't, you know, Michael Jackson's Thriller. I love Michael Jackson's Thriller. However, everybody been talking about it. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Um, so the first video that we're going to do on Talk Up Video is uh, Little Mix's Black Magic. Mm. Little Mix is a very popular girl group in Britain. I know this. Currently? Um, at least the last time I was in Britain, they were because I was hanging out with my husband's cousin's kid and he was like, there's this band. It's Little Mix. I'm prepubescent. I think they're pretty. Uh, all right. This is a Geico commercial. You don't subscribe to YouTube Premium to get rid of these ads. I do not. Can you not expense that as part of your podcast? Yeah. I mean, I could put it on my taxes. I don't. Yeah. I should put the whole podcast as a loss on my Oh, they like the thumbnail and how diverse they are. <laughs> like, yes. This is a, Little Mix is a diverse group of ladies. Are you gonna go? Far left, we got a uh, very, all very attractive ladies, a uh, mixed race woman. Um, yes. The left, uh, African mm-hmm. uh, British. I, I, yeah. I, I struggle with that there. too. If they're not American, what do you do? I think that they just right. may call them black. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, okay. I could be wrong. There after my uh, sexist statements. Uh, mm-hmm. Third from the left. Uh, looks like we have at least some Middle Eastern garb. I don't know. Um, uh, but she's got reddish hair, so I want to say is she a little bit. Well, uh, they go over this in the video. She dyes her hair with magic. I don't want to. Oh, that changes everything. All right. Here we go. Here we go. It starts in school. Um. Everyone rides bikes to school. Yes, they do. Mm. I don't think I can hear. Can you also hear? Also very diverse. The the is music there? is not. Oh, they're such nerds. Look at oh, them. Oh, no, no. Oh, and they're falling. Perry, Leanne, and Jess, they knocked over their own names. That was a great graphic. That was like a 90s graphic. That it's just like those it. those movies where they were so unattractive because they had their hair in ponytails. And they're wearing glasses like me. It's like you're never going to be attractive. And then you just Ooh, take them off like and you become immediately. They're all very, very excited to see this Native American man. He has a fun ponytail. Oh, they're all so mad. Look how nice this library is. Yeah, that shit didn't happen in high school. Can you hear the music at all? Yes, we hear it now. Okay. Oh no, that magic book straight up attacked her. Hey. This book is going to teach us that we're hot. Yeah. We have inner beauty. Not really, but we actually have outer beauty. We're going to... The book is the book is one page. Take off your glasses. Let down your ponytail. I know. It's like wear tight fitting clothes. Yeah. Let your slip slide fly. That's all the book says. Show your midriff. <laughs> oh look, her hair's and purple except not really. That was a craft ripoff. That, that was, was a craft ripoff. This whole scene is a craft ripoff. Oh, she hates her glasses so much she makes them spin. Well, you haven't seen the craft. Yeah. This is where they play light as a feather, stiff as a board. I was always the one with the stuff. Oh, the boy. they're hot now. No. Oh, now that boy's that looking. Walk where they like awkwardly step in front of one leg with their other. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> That's kind of how walking goes. 
But no, like way across the other leg. Oh, like the fashion walk, you mean? Yeah, yeah. like that. That's not. Oh, here's where they make the girl fart. <laughs> they use their magic to make the popular girl fart. That was so unnecessary, but so great. She <laughs> farts so much her skirt blows up. And the Native American guy can't stand it. He can't stand it. She's so gassy with the neon magic farts. Oh, I see a, I see a nerdy guy. Is he going to turn into the They're going to get a hold of him. They feel bad for him. He might turn into the attractive guy, right? They're kissing him hot. Magic on him. Oh, all they got to do oh, is take off his glasses. Yeah. They're going to gang rape him. Too. <laughs> they may. Sure. Sure. I mean, sure, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what boys like. I'm... <laughs> that's not right. So, again, the same thing like with Maya's video where it's like, is this high school? Is this college? It's hard to tell. Right. No. There are lockers, but then they're at a college, like, Auditorium style classroom. Mm. Look at them lockers and freaking colors. There it is. Oh, he's still wearing his glasses. I thought he wasn't a nerd anymore. It's called Black Magic. Oh, they got the teacher to dance. The teacher dances. You know that it's Black Magic when your teacher dances and someone throws paper. I think they're. Their black magic had a reverse effect because that was an African American slash British man, and he had no rhythm. So I think their magic, mm -hmm. and they, we all know innately they have rhythm. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So you in this podcast have, spoke, they, yes. you have spoken out against women and mm -hmm. <laughs> not against in praise of. <laughs> no, well, in praise of you know, we'll let the listeners decide in the end. No one really knows. So this is this is a Jägermeister commercial. I will never drink it. It made me throw up too many times. Well, it's yes. interesting that it chose this ad for you based on your previous search history because I feel like is that what it is? Maybe. All right. So our next video is Rob Zombie's Dracula. This has been coming up on all my Spotify Halloween playlists. Oh yeah, how many do you have? <laughs> I have like I have, I have like six or no six or seven Spotify ones or just Halloween ones. Both. Cool. <laughs> I always liked this one. Yeah, I actually like this song. In general. Me I too. Oh, if you, you, you've been to Phoenix still, can you this song? Yeah, I can't hear it well. Anyway. I can try turning it up, but then it records crazy loud. I don't think I've ever really paid attention to this video. Like the weird clown guy with the the kid. That was yeah, it's a lot of like uh, vintage footage of things. Mm. But the thing I love about this song is the next day after we heard it on the Halloween playlist, I was just uh, folding laundry, and Ryan overhears me being like, "Dig through the ditches and burn all the witches." <laughs> you dig through the ditches, and he was like, yeah, "It doesn't sound the same when you do it." <laughs> What would it be as like you're folding like a pink towel? <laughs> yeah, just like purple guest towels. <laughs> <laughs> right. This one's for my niece. The funny thing about Rob Zombie is like, I saw him cleaned up once, and he's actually really good looking. <laughs> really? Do oh, listen. He's gotta be like in his fifties, late forties, maybe. 
He might be like 50. Yeah. Dig through the ditches and burn all the witches. Does he do what? Is he still, is he making any more movies or is he? I don't know. Like, I know he did like House of a Thousand Corpses and all of those. Whoa. It wasn't really a remake, but a reimagination of Halloween. I think that was his last one. Yeah. He always puts his wife in them, too. Right, who's your wife? Moon zombie. Sherry Moon zombie. She's hot, too. But, like, oh, I like the robot that plays the drum. Is it a robot or is it a gas mask person? It looks like a Terminator. It does, doesn't it? Because there's this big robot. Oh, I like that robot. Oh, he's on stage with zombie. Actually, that's a two-screen, but still, very good. He's like an angry baby robot. Yes. Yeah, just... <laughs> Was he just uh yeah. looked like he was in the car with like the hell whatever the hell the um damn it. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't I know, I can't think of the word words. Oh, words This is where the damn Holly Fry gets me at her book. <laughs> yes, she one ups you with her incredible vocabulary. Oh boy, so superior. Uh, Wizard of Oz, the, uh, Wally. The Tin Man? No, the kids, the, the, uh. Dorothy? No. Munchkins? The Lolly Patch? Yeah, the Munchkins. Lo munch the, yeah, the Lollipop Guild. Enough, and it, yeah, Lollipop Guild. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. This is, uh, like a minute after it actually happened, but I think they were in the Jeep <laughs> and randomly just, did, like, like a minute 30 back from what I'm saying right now. Was it the Munchkins or was the Oompa Loompas? No, Oompa Loompas are Willy Wonka. Yeah, they're all green and orange. These were colorful. They're yeah. Women, African-American, and small people. Yeah. The next, uh, the next video I chose, I it's Aphex Twins. Um, or Aphex Twin. I think the most popular one they had was that Come to Daddy video, but this one was listed as also really creepy. So that that ad that was just showing I thought was the start of the video and I really thought this was like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> Tyler Perry creates this Apex Twin video, Donkey Rhubarb. It looked like it. It has range. Look at this one. So it's teddy bears with creepy faces. He's a, got a bigger, uh, he's basically earnest with a bigger audience. Mm. I will. She gets scared stupid. So this is like I already previewed the song, and it's like Teletubbies gone weird, and then there's no hook to this song. Oh. Is this so? Is this is this new? No, it's from like '93. <laughs> ah, you, have you heard of this song before? I heard of the band, but not the song, because they had another video that was really creepy. That was like the stuff of my teenage girl nightmares, called "Come to Daddy," and it was like child bodies with evil adult faces running through the street and rioting. That sounds awful. It is. But uh, but I thought everyone knew that video, so I picked this one. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we all do. I do uh, like that bear was just humping his own face. He's uh, Yeah, he's doing like pelvic thrusts that make his belly hit his chin. <laughs> I enjoyed that. The faces they have um, attached to these uh, Teletubby-looking things are kind of creepy. Yeah. And kids are willingly hanging out with them. Yeah. All the kids seem to be loving it, though. Oh, wait, alright, I'm trying to like pull up this song, because I can't hear it. 
Oh, okay. There's really no, it's like just clinky dinky. It doesn't really do anything. That's my thing. Clinky dinky. Donkey Rupert? The fuck? Yeah. And then there's more pelvic thrusting with the belly. That's another thing that I appreciate in a video. I, I... Oh, so it's like, is this. It was like early electronica house music. Yeah. This would be like so there, there aren't words? No. Okay, so it's just weird video and... And the music, yeah, even with Come to Daddy, it's like, I think if they didn't have weird videos, they would have never gotten any attention. So now the bears are kicking each other? Uh, yeah. I'm waiting for the bears to have sex. I feel like that's yeah. the natural progression of what's going on here. They are wearing cloth pantaloons. Yeah. There's a lot of weird sexual tension. Right? Sexual tension between these. That could be on this side of the counter. I think that's the same, like, the New Kids on the Block also shot a video on that set with the same sepia tone. And similar sexual tension. <laughs> and lots of pelvic thrusting. The same set for hanging tough. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Fuck a Teletubby. <laughs> so now they're just... Oh, now they're grinding, or no? Oh, are they still fighting? Goes. Now we're getting somewhere. Oh. oh, now a wrench. A random wrench. Are we throwing wrenches? He's hit a home run. He's flipped the bat. What is that about? I think we have to subscribe to the After Hours version to get the rest of it. The Patreon account of Apex Twin. <laughs> Patreon. I hope you want to see where this goes, yeah. Continue. Let's see some bear speaking. If you want to... This one's doing push-ups oh, on a bridge. There it is. What? Oh, oh, yeah. oh is this? Oh, that that was sex, I think. Definitely. And then <laughs> didn't remove the pantaloons. Though. And then there's a group shot after. And yeah, post-coitus group shot. Oh, okay. Whoa. We're listening on Larian too. No Rihanna video can be scary to me. Scary hot. That's yeah. I don't. I mean, I remember the song, but I don't remember this video at all. I don't know if I've ever seen this video. So it's like a sexy mental asylum. Yeah. yeah I mean, that. that's better than a normal mental asylum, right? Yeah, I guess so. Any place is better if everyone's sexier. <laughs> True. <laughs> that's that's my <laughs> motto in life. Sexy EMV. I like that idea. You know they're insane because they're grabbing bars and shaking their head. They didn't give her a lot of clothes back there as a patient. That's not cool. Yeah, I know. She might get a chill. Totally. But they do let her have plenty of makeup, so that's good. <laughs> right. And that cool uh, band there. Band band. Did I miss Was this used in the actual, in the movie Disturbia? There was a movie called Disturbia? Yeah, it had Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. It was a remake of, like, Rear Window. It was, like, a modern Rear Window. So, everybody. Oh, Tyson. This is what. That is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Audio picked that up. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. No, Chris. 
it's a subreddit. It's a subreddit. It's called Black People Twitter. No, it's, oh. There's reading. What does what does Black People Twitter have to say about Disturbia? Well, so it's not so much about Disturbia, but it was um, it was a tweet from New York Post that said it was a picture of uh, Drake and Rihanna, and it said and, it, and, and about their breakup or something. And mm-hmm. It said Drake wanted to have children with Rihanna. Oh. And then somebody posted and said, "Yay, special! We all wanted to have kids with Rihanna." <laughs> Have you heard that weird thing about Drake that he's so, like, eager to settle down that he has a closet full of, like, expensive Louis Vuitton or no, like, those Birkin bags for his wife whenever he finds her? Yeah. yeah. That's a nice cup there. Go with the Wow. What is that? Oh. The loves Rihanna. I think she's very attractive, but there are times where... Her attractiveness level for me, like, it jumps back and Sometimes I'm like, yeah, she's really cute. Other times I'm like, damn. She's one of those ones where I can see, like, she's super, like, she's very symmetrical, and it's, like, empirically she's really attractive, but then it's, like, she does everything to try and not be attractive sometimes. Yes, I agree with that. This is where I come in here. I feel like early Rihanna was very attractive. Mm-hmm. Later, Rihanna feels like she has to make up for something. Well, that when you say when Jennifer says she starts doing some stuff and not be attractive, like weird, that, that's what you're saying. Like later, Rihanna, yeah, yeah. she does weird shit with her her hair. She like has like these crazy ass long nails like that, where she's whatever she's doing right there. She's like, like just, constantly smoking blunts and everything. Yeah, out. smoking blunts, when always she, shaking like this. First, when yeah. she first came out, I was I was in love. And, oh yeah. And then she tried to just be too different, but I just don't Yeah, that. she was just like, I'm not Samantha Moomba. She's, <laughs> she'll never yeah. be Samantha Moomba, and I don't want her to be Samantha Moomba, because Samantha Moomba holds a special place in my heart, and if she ever tried to do some of the Rihanna shit that Rihanna does, I would probably write a strongly worded letter. Samantha Moomba's too good to do anything Rihanna does, right? She's... Samantha Moomba is Samantha Wasn't she in like some movie, Jennifer, it's like a time travel movie? Um, She was, the only one I remember, she was in like Drumline, I think, with Nick Cannon. Oh, Which is the time that travel was the you're thinking of. <laughs> is that, was there time travel in that movie? I don't think so. Oh, totally. I think this one was the one that I liked because she has fun ropey hair and she jumps from car to car. Yes, this is the one I remember as well. Okay, Google, play Samantha Moomba, I gotta tell you. <laughs> oh gosh, she's done with them. Look at that hand swipe. You know that, so she gave it sass, like she was telling a ghost to go away. <laughs> Probably was. We're listening on Arian now. Alright, cool. <laughs> I've gotten completely off theme. <laughs> she does. She was British, right? Yeah. Oh, she was in the time machine. <laughs> Hot tub time machine? It was, uh, no, I wish. That would have been way better. It was the dud time machine, which is, I remember watching it. it. They, like, pimped it out on cable to, like, try to get some money back so they didn't make any money. Um, had Guy Pierce in it. Hmm. It was not It was not good. Yeah, I don't think I even heard of that one. 
this tonight. Is her number one credit on IMDb. Apparently she is has been trying to be an actress for a while. And well, I guess that hasn't worked out as well. Not nearly as well as this kick-ass uh, musical for her. Mm-hmm. Woo, she's like oh, doing parkour. Oh man, damn, she can jump. She's oh, a jumpy girl. That guy with the one that merchandise. What year was this video? Oh, fuck. One, I'm gonna guess. Yeah, I think probably 2001. Let me see if it's close. Published in 2015. That's not this right. Pre or post 9 11? <laughs> I think this is pre. You can see the Twin Towers in the background. Changes. <laughs> Where she, she walks over top of them. Oh, it's such a simpler time, I think. I like a spiral staircase. Whoa, oh. There's simply not enough people walk around showing their midriff with the, the top that comes down past their shoulders with no shoulder straps, whatever that's called. Are you talking yeah. about a tube top? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guy's description of a very commonly known garment. Jesus. Oh, are you talking about it? It's like, it's like at the shirt part, but not the top shoulder bit. <laughs> Correct. I'm talking about pants. Yes. Uh, now I'm gonna play a new game where I just send you pictures of accessories and tell you to try and give me the name that for it. Needs a new uh, to me be a new segment with its own like introductory uh, jingle. I I the only thing that I remember about women's fashion from Jennifer was the what uh, the camisole with the built oh with a built-in bralette yeah. <laughs> Built-in bralette. A canvas with a built-in bralette. Yes. They're perfect undershirts. <laughs> I know Jessica has some. You go when you see her and say, "Show me your camisoles with a built-in bralette." She'll know what I'm saying. Camisoles with built-in bralette. It's yes. B r a l e t t e. Yes, it's a real thing. Don't spell it at me like it's not a real thing. No, but like there's an L in there, so it's not a bra-et? No, bra-let. I want to thank you guys for coming on. As always, you did an amazing job. <laughs> did I? An amazing job. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Very welcome. All right, if you guys would just give me a friend of the podcast, we tried. It's a sign off. Retry. Oh, sign off. We tried. Oh, we tried. Yeah, that's good. Just I'll cut that. It's good. (laughs) Friend of the podcast. What? We tried. We tried. Like we say that. Yes. Okay. Let's say it in unison. I'm gonna do this. Are you recording now, Jennifer? Yeah. Okay.